Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. The, uh, the weed is moldy, but it's on sale. That's why it's on sale. <laughs> How does one tell if there's mold on their weed? Because weed it'll, is green. It'll and mold it. is green. Sometimes white, depending oh, like, on the, like, the... I don't like that white mold. <laughs> Get that white mold out of here. I feel like that's a pretty good insult for Mahoney. Like, you're white mold. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. We used to in time ice house and... Bush. <laughs> bush. As smooth as it sounds. <laughs> like, I want to get a pickup truck. There's nothing more American than like, bush is what you're saying? That, uh, so I'm hearing. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dave, Dave and Mahoney. We're not going to, like, get into a, a slobber knocker throwdown fight over it. I mean, it. I think I might like a slobber a knocker. A slobber knocker. <laughs> what is that? That's it's another word for a fight. That sounds like the call you'd hear on the radio in the 40s. Like, what a slobber knocker we have going on tonight. Look Why at these two. Ah, we'll wind up in here with Dave. the uppercut. Slobber knocker indeed. All right. Now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Did you just... She's hungry, Dave. She's a hungry. I don't know young what you're talking woman. about. Did you just take a handful of nuts and nope. put them in your mouth? She could have got through right. it. Ahead. Do you, you hear not- me chewing? Yeah. Let's listen. There's nothing happening right now. Nope. You just shifted some over to the side. <laughs> Dave, I was trying to do it secretively. The moment I turn the microphones on, as I'm turning them up, I look over and you're she got through shoveling it. them into your mouth. You talk to Mahoney first normally. Yeah. She you could have got through <laughs> it. Like when you're talking to Audrey, I just ate a whole ass blueberry muffin. <laughs> You know? She looks like a squirrel right now. She does. Oh, it's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Now I can't hide them for the winter. You know what, Audrey? You forced me to eat them. I was going to burrow them away, (laughs) you son of a bitch. (laughs) I've got to go back for another. There's my whole supply. You started this. My my poor little baby squirrels are going to be famished. (laughs) They will. (laughs) All winter long. Gosh. Let me suggest something, My children died. It's your fault. (laughs) Let's never share our sacks. Snacks. What? Excuse me? Hold Let's on. never share our snacks. Share I don't snacks. want your sacks, your sex, or your snacks, okay? <laughs> With these fine. two, because I'm they're fine. they're jerks. <laughs> you are jerks. Okay. And we're the ones who have all the snacks here. Yeah, man, because we're hungry. Us two, over mm-hmm. here on this side. Can't help it. That's the bad news. Starvation. See, Dave and I come here prepared. <laughs> yes. We're not hungry. I ate okay. driving eggs you on the way to work. You never eat, and you eat, like, for not even pleasure. So I don't even, neither <laughs> of you. not even pleasure. Neither of you two. Well, could you stop pleasuring yourself live on nope. air then? <laughs> nope. That's, that's, that's what how we, we get ratings, baby. <laughs> oh, boy. We're just kidding. It would be pretty boring. Yeah. I'm a lazy uh, lover. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is you derailed this. I did. Good news or bad news, Dave? Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there? Mahoney. Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? So everyone's in the holiday spirit. We actually have a Christmas tree that is up in the studio at my house. I have uh, I've taken to uh, to what Mahoney's philosophy is on you can't have too much joy in your home this time of year. Five Christmas trees in my house this year. That's uh, Granted, three of them are very small and they're in kids' rooms. But still, uh, I feel like I, I really went above and beyond this year, and I'm not mad that I did. Can never have enough Christmas trees is what I've been uh, preaching for many years, Dave. Well, a Texas woman was getting into the holiday spirit herself, and she was putting up her Christmas tree. And uh, the incident, which uh, was was captured on video, thank goodness, because it's now going viral on social media. Uh, she returned home from work after she'd put up her uh, Christmas tree, and she 
Thought she heard some noises, but they were, you know, like her pets messing around or whatever. Uh-huh. Wasn't really sure what it was. Uh, upon investigation, she found there was an opossum clinging to a branch in the tree. Just a possum. Just a possum. Just a possum. I mean, maybe during the holiday season, like, oh, holy night, maybe. Oh, oh possum, possum night. night. <laughs> so even though it's spelled opossum, because possum and opossum are spelled different. No, they're not. No, the That's thing. the same thing. That's the same thing. That's how There's you always spell. an O in front of possum? There is. Yeah. So you just call it a possum? Yes. So you never call it an opossum? The O's never. silent. Really? Yeah. Yep. Always? Yep. Always. Then why do I hear people say opossum? Because they're You never morons. hear that. I never hear that? <laughs> I just made that up? Yep. Huh. All right. So anyway, there's a possum in a tree, and it was scary. Yeah, well, maybe someone, oh, ah, possum. Oh, possum. <laughs> some, uh, some good news today as well. A, uh, a major Swiss bank admits to helping taxpayers hide billions of dollars from the IRS. Hey, what are you doing, Swiss bank? And also, uh, this is only good news because we are the poors, and we don't have to worry about hiding still, billions of dollars uh, from the government. Bro, like, like we, you're supposed to, you know, when the poors us know about like swiss bank accounts and now you're out here outing yeah basically this swiss bank is like the side chick or dude now like, you're blowing it up for you're, everybody you're supposed to be quiet uh-huh that's the only job that you have is just shush that's it and uh yeah now they're out and they're saying uh that uh, taxpayers avoided paying hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> in uh, in potential taxes by uh, by hiding the money in the swiss bank see that's why we need a money cap everybody if you reach too much money, then you have to donate it to me. You don't ever need more than like a billion dollars. You don't. Ever. You don't need, need more than a hundred. I'm looking at you, Elon Musk. I'm looking at you, Jeff Bezos, Kylie Jenner. What's Kylie Jenner going to do with a billion dollars? What are you doing, Kylie Jenner? More, <laughs> more lip filler. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. About your earwax problem, they make a syringe-type device with a soft rubber tip that I use personally. I have the same problem, and it works great for cleaning out the earwax. You just fill that baby up with some warm water, and it flushes your ears right out. I do mine at least once a week. It's great. Message deleted. Another earwax tip. Thank you so much for bringing this up on the radio, Mahoney. That is, well, you know, there's a couple topics here, Dave, that uh, are really just whole, you know, uh, lightning rod issues. Yeah. Uh, scorpions. Yep, scorpions. Food. Uh-huh. And now we know earwax. And Bell's palsy had a moment as well. It did. Yep. Bell's palsy. Yep. And uh, glad that has, uh, we have moved on. From, uh, from that chapter, and now we're in the chapter of where I can't hear. I will say, haven't had ear pain in, like, a week. Good for you. So, that, that is... Is that it because is, of any of the remedies that, that have been suggested? Have you tried any of them? You know, I'm if, I, if I'm being honest, like, I got some medicine that I'm supposed to be using. You didn't even take the medicine. I'm like, I used it when I was, like, with my wife when she put it in my ear, but I haven't done it by myself. <laughs> Like it doesn't hurt anymore. Dude, you need a babysitter. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> you spend all this time going to the doctor. Yeah. You get medicine. Yeah. You spend hours complaining about uh-huh. it, and then you just don't do anything. It's, it's sitting on your counter. Out of one hundred percent of wax, the ten percent that he probably got out was what was creating that pressure. So he still probably got ninety percent of that wax. But in good it. enough, you know. Yep. Good enough. Until it starts hurting again, it's good enough. Yep. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, you never play any of my comments anymore. You guys not like me. I'm getting a complex. I I feel terrible. I am. Is my stuff not good enough for this show? I I'm just. I'm really gonna be sad. Please don't don't hate me. 
I love you guys, and I need your I need your kudos, whatever that means. Thank you. I'll try to have a good day. Here I am. Bye. Message deleted. That is Audrey's inner monologue. If we don't pay attention to her for twenty minutes. <laughs> And there's a problem with that? <laughs> she needs attention, Dave. Guys, I, you are the only thing that I see all day long. I know. We're right here, man. We're, we got you. Whatever and you I need. just talk. I yeah. just be talking. She's be saying stuff. I'd be looking online and be like, look at this. And yeah. then you guys are like, yeah. Ha-ha. Thank uh-huh. you for at least entertaining me. <laughs> Thank you for like, you know, playing into it and but- like... <laughs> But also, to be interested. That was that was Julie. And Julie, we play your voicemails all of the time. What are you talking about? How could he possibly have a complex? Yeah, don't sound needy, man. Come on. And we love you, too. We do. Please leave a message after the tone. You know, I hate Tesla drivers. I hate Teslas, period. They're drivers, and the cars are pieces of They catch a fire. You can't go very far with them. I just hate Teslas with a gun big freaking past what do you guys think? Message I don't hate any car in particular. It's all drivers. You know, every, no matter what car I'm at that's driving like crap that day, you know, it's it's something different every single day. One I day, disagree. It's a big ass white truck. White BMWs. Then, no, so, so white BMWs, like BMWs used to have that reputation. Same yeah. thing with Mercedes, right, where the drivers were a-holes and they'd cut you off and everything else. I think Tesla has taken that crown. Like there, I see more Teslas acting poorly on the road than I do any other I think type it's of vehicle. All you're just you're just hyper focusing. No, I'm not. You, no, I'm not. Percent. There's always are. that Tesla in the HOV lane There's going slower than everyone else. Speed ass old Buick that's driving like crap too. You know, or you see a, like a a char an old beat up Charger that's always driving you poorly. You get the people that are that have the autopilot on. They're not paying attention at all. They're just texting while they're clogging up traffic in their Tesla. Challengers. Yeah. I mean. The the autopilot probably drives yeah, yeah. better than what they are, so I'm not mad at that either. You're driving always, just fine. Get out of the way. I always had a beef with F-150 drivers. Hmm? F-150 drivers? Oh, absolutely. Why? Well, they used to you know, bully me in high school and stuff like that. You guys, you have like an <laughs> uncle that drove an F-150 that's something weird happened with. He can't hurt you anymore. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. You know, Audrey, to, uh, to start the show today, I was giving you a hard time because you grabbed a handful of, uh, of nuts out of your large industrial-sized bag of Costco nuts. God, and, uh, and you put them in your mouth right before we went on air. But honestly, I now that I've spent some time reflecting on it, I was lashing out because I was jealous. You hungry? Um, so not really because I had my driving egg, so I'm good there. But um, Not really doesn't say that you're satiated, though. Well, so I, I recently have been on a peanut kick as well. And, and yours is trail mix, so it's a little bit of everything. But Are you talking roasted peanuts, honey roasted peanuts? What kind of peanuts are we talking about? So I, I don't go honey roasted. I feel Baseball like style peanuts with the shells? No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about... Um, Okay, I'll just tell you. Planters. Uh, it's planters, and it's cashews, and it's the the salted Hell yeah, man. salted cashews. Do you remember whenever I came? It's not peanuts. Cashews, cashews are, are, is a nut. It's not a peanut. No, but that's not a, a peanut. peanut. It's sold by planters. It's a peanut. So, cashews grow on apples. Fun fact. What? Yeah, look how cashews grow. They grow on apples. Yes. They're weird Did you know nuts. that, Chris? No, I'm not Google believing it. it either. Hold on. Look it up on Google. Don't ever call it Google Stop again. That. Stop that. On the Googs. <laughs> Go ahead, look it up. Yeah. Oh, well, Mahoney's looking it up, um, but he already knew this. Dave, you're supposed to be the one looking like, it up. Whoa, that is crazy, dude. Yeah, they First grow all, on apples. That's why they cost so much. It comes from a cashew tree that does that grows these weird-looking bell pepper apples. Yep. 
And, That's why uh, they cost so much. So you. Oh my God! There's like one cashew per, per fruit, per and, and it's the dingleberry. <laughs> it's the dingleberry. It is the fruit. Oh my God! Yeah. Cashews are so weird. Oh man! I, I still love them. So, no, I don't want. No, to they're eat the best. Now I want them more. There, oh, there are some. Now in that there's like a process. It's they're just, soft. I love how soft and chew they are. So mm. I got a uh, a thing of planters just cashews. cashews. Okay. And I ordered it through Amazon because right. I was just I was doing one of those things. I don't know if you guys ever do this where you have to have like you a certain. Yeah, yeah, a certain amount of money you have to spend in order to get like the same day delivery. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty five dollars. So you're scrolling through, dude. I've done that. Absolutely, that qualified all the time. Peanuts, socks, batteries, peanuts, cashews. Okay, that's that's how it started. That was the origin story of my nuts. Toilet paper. I do that same thing. That's so funny. And I, I was just, you know, when I'm shopping on Amazon, I don't know if you guys ever do this. You look at the cost per item. Okay. Because it's just a way of seeing, like, what's actually a good deal or not, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, cost this much per battery if you're buying a pack of batteries or whatever. But it's it's right beneath the main price on it. And so I found one that was, like, the cheapest. I was like, I'll just get those. It qualifies for my $25 same-day delivery. This is fantastic. They'll be here later this afternoon. And they showed up, and I, I think I maybe over-ordered, much like maybe you You can you never did. over-order cashews. It's, uh, it's 2 pounds, 14 ounces of cashews, which is a pretty big... Tin. That's this size. It's about that size. This but it's is higher bag full. It's a, it's in a it's in a large tin. Oh, and nice. then I've realized as I'm taking this, you know, large football size thing of cashews and putting it in the cupboard that buying in bulk is kind of my kink. Like that is I love See, this makes buying no in sense bulk. to me. Then That's you, sure you don't go to Costco. My wife goes to Costco. I don't like Costco. But why, Mr. Kink? Because, <laughs> yeah, if you're, you're Mr. I like to, I like it in bulk. We can't sit here and shame him. Shame He's me. new into the kink. It's uh-huh. new. He's okay. testing the waters of I'll bulk. I'll tell you why. Because I am, a, I am a, a nervous bulk shopper. And so I don't like to be around other people while I am bulk shopping. I like to do it in the privacy of my own home. No, you just like <laughs> convenience. I do. Yeah, he, like, he, if you have the ability to have it delivered to you, I'm the same way, Dave. See, I'm not knocking that at all. You know if what? I can get it delivered to my doorstep, why would I ever leave? Yeah, you know exactly. I can I can push a button and two pounds, 14 ounces worth of cashews will show up later this afternoon. But you could have, the amount of money you could go to Costco. The amount of money you could have saved at Costco. Ah. But also, you know what? You know why Dave doesn't like Costco? First off, he is not drawn in by any of the extra things that Costco has. Like, the fact I can get a $1.50 hot dog and Pepsi. After not, every single time I shop there. Because it's not almost four pounds worth of cashews right. on the way out the door. But you had a, 10 pounds you of had a cashew bar up front, maybe I'd show up more. No, they Costco. do give you a little they nut have, samples. They have samples. There's they always do. samples. Like, literally, I was there yesterday, and there was a bazillion old people who were... Popping them back like pills. Who would not move. <laughs> the, the aisles were filled. I mean, and granted, it's my fault for going at, like, you know, noon. That's why I don't like Costco, what you just said. It's always Thunderdome in there. There's always people flying around with these gigantic carts that they don't know how to drive. But everywhere right now is like that. Yeah. I know. I don't like that. I don't like You don't going, like the outdoors? Don't like people. I, mean, I don't that's like fair. that it's a like warehouse, either. you know? See, Chris doesn't like, like a, a warehouse. warehouse. He, wants, he wants some pomp and circumstance. He wants yeah. his clothes to be on display. You yeah. want it like There's completely red or completely blue? <laughs> Dude, the clothes at Costco are bomb too. Like, yeah, yeah. Big bomb. Oh, wait, by the way, the, I the Kirkland have, brand. I have been like, I need you to <laughs> yeah. be my Kirkland hoodie plug. Because, I got you. Okay, because I don't ha- I don't need everything in bulk. Cause she doesn't have a membership to Costco. I can put her on mine. No, I'm reporting you. How do you How do you wear a clothing brand that makes vodka? And cheese balls. That's the best part of it. I am I, I supporting cheese balls that. or am I supporting vodka? You don't know. It's just <laughs> Kirkland's. This is a vodka sweater. 
This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Audrey, you ready for some tea? No, dude. Are you kidding me? Right, yeah. So, you remember that whole scandal that happened earlier this year with the Good Morning America three co-anchors where it was the Amy Robach and TJ Holmes that were both anchors on the show and people were starting to suspect that maybe there was something going on between them. And then as, as it turns out, there was, and they got fired in this very unceremonious way. They left their partners. They had a relationship. It was consensual. This was the dumbest thing I could imagine. And Good Morning America firing them, you know, for non-performance related things, I think is just so antiquated and uh Garbage! I, I hated this move. I thought it was one of the stupidest things we've seen from, a, a, you know, a media outlet in a long time. Yeah, I mean, again, like they were consent, consenting adults in a consenting relationship when it wasn't something inappropriate where it was like a boss and a subordinate. Nope, they're equals. just co- co-workers. And like you said, they'd both... You know, reportedly at least, who knows when this all started and everything else, but had split up. And I don't care if they hadn't split up. Right. That's nobody's business. That's nobody's Facts. business. Like, but- how does that affect you being able to read good on the news? <laughs> so I agree. I mean, that that it's ridiculous that they got fired, but they did get fired. And it was yep. in the tabloids for a long time and a very, very public story. And you would imagine that, you know, it, it had to have been tough. And part of this is the fault of ABC for firing them and making yep. it so dramatic uh, on the you know, significant others. Absolutely. That, you know, because they're not public figures, right? And no. so the idea that their whole lives are being dragged through the mud and, you know, it's become this huge story has got to be a pretty traumatizing thing. And the reason it became an even bigger story is because they got fired. Of course. Yeah, That's absolutely. why. Um, but here's the tea that I was talking about, Audrey. The exes of both Amy Robach and TJ Holmes are now dating Wife each other. Yeah. I know. That is just so, it's the... That didn't feel like what to me would be the funniest revenge. Like whether or not I actually wanted that person. I feel like you just like, I, I bet like it's so, it feels like to me, neither of them might even be interested. It's yeah. just for more tabloids to embarrass them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, hey, in case y'all forgot about that scandal with those people that got fired, uh, now we are banging. So mm-hmm. just kind of deal with that, Amy and TJ, which is petty if that's true, but I'm here. But for also it. like, I mean, they left them. <laughs> They're fine. Oh, they're like so, they're not worried. That's so true. You know, yeah. you know that's that's the thing. Like, it, like I feel like when you're younger, you don't understand that. Like, if I'm if I just hang out with their friends or they'll, they'll get jealous, they've already left you. Yeah, you know, that's like yeah. But I mean, they also like, left them whenever the they wind. had careers. Now they're just the people who were once uh, upon a wrong. time. You, this is wrong. They now have a. They actually now have a podcast. Oh, together. Well, and it, it's, it was one of the top downloaded podcasts. Uh, this you know I for the first podcast is the, the podcast is the number one podcast. Like I no, can't even I'm keep not up. saying it's the number one, but I said they had a very successful first week. We all know the number one podcast in the entire world is the Dave and Mahoney podcast. You can search that on all platforms: Spotify, Google yeah, Store, right. iTunes downloads. Store. Number one. Heard it's better than Joe. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> it, we just edged out Joe uh, for the tenth time this past week. So congratulations to us. Please go download our podcast. Yeah, please. No <laughs> one's listened to that. We need help. This is David Mahoney. Your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. Dog will hunt. On David Mahoney. So if you guys had to re-enter the dating world, how long do you think that it would be before you ran into a really weird date if you decided that you were going to date somebody off of Tinder? Which is a fairly common thing nowadays. I would think it would probably be in the first month. 
first probably. couple of dates. Yeah, I mean, anybody who's agreeing to meet me has probably got something wrong. Let's go to our Tinder expert. Hey, Chris. Oh gosh. Uh, out of a uh, like, let's say that you have ten dates that all get set up through Tinder, Bumble, or whatever app you may be using at the time. How many of those are weird and or total flops? Uh, between three and four. Okay, so like forty oh, percent of and them flops. Sorry, I was just going with weird. Okay. Uh, okay, seven to eight. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like eighty percent of them are just a total waste of time because either either a flop or the person's absolutely so weird so you can't. Wow. It I is. have so many questions though because you're you're whenever you're going through on Tinder or Hinge or Bumble or whatever, you're making sure that you have a general like instant attraction. That's why you're swiping left or swiping right, right? Correct. So there yes. are just a bunch of weird hot chicks out there. Or are you going for like not that hot? I, not honestly, that hot. I blame it on in- social anxiety more than anything. Where you match with somebody and you strike up a conversation and they just go weird and cold. Okay. You know? Hmm. Well, this is a, this is a little more than weird. A, uh, a man found out it's not all sunshine and roses while dating on Tinder. A 25-year-old woman in Florida has been arrested after uh, she allegedly set him on fire. Ah, I hate it when ah, that happens. Indeed, yes. And not Ooh. in the good way? No. Or even the fun way where yeah. you just end up at the, uh, the free well, clinic? No. <laughs> Wait a minute, guys. Because I've been there. The tender logo is a flame. Oh, so you know what? Yeah, it maybe is? She, yeah, yeah. Maybe she was yeah. misunderstood. Well, if you think about what tender actually is, that's yeah. what they tender. use to start yeah. the fire. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wow, I'm learning so much in this moment. Okay, so she set him on fire. Do we know why? Well, uh, we don't know exactly why. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> the incident just occurred at a uh, Miami hotel on November 25th where uh, I guess this woman asked the man for money to fix her car after they met up, and uh, mm. he offered $60. I guess she became angry and then poured a liquid on him that smelled like gasoline inside of the car and then set him on fire using a lighter. She poured gasoline on this man when gas is out here as expensive as it is. And she's asked for money. Also, like he asked her for, or she asked him for money. He gave her sixty bucks. That's he gave way her sixty more. bucks, and she knew that she was not going to be happy with the amount because she had the gasoline on draw. <laughs> you, you knew <laughs> you were going to. You don't just casually have a thing of gasoline ready to dump on somebody. Well, pull it she's going to use it no matter what. Yeah. But this dude actually gave her sixty dollars right. for it. Like I don't like you're on. I'm on a first tender date, and you ask me for money to fix your car. I'm passing on that. Unless, like, I find you to be. Like a Leonardo DiCaprio, like sweep me off my feet and you ask me for money or whatever it would be. Like, I can't even imagine being a guy and having a girl ask that. Like, I, I really just cannot even fathom it. I, I would be like, I'm a kicker in her You got to be so hot. You got to be so hot. You got to be so You got to be the you got to be hot. so good in bed. Okay. Like, so yes. like that's the only way that's the only way it's socially acceptable to be that broke. And I have to be very very rich. To ask yeah. somebody. Yes. I have to be very 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 rich and you Dave. have to be very 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 hot. Dave, I'm well, he is very 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 hot after yes. she uh, doused him in gasoline. Oh, uh, you, you left out a, a key part of the story, Dave. Okay. His name. You know what his name was? What was his name? Tiny. No. His name was Tiny. Oh, no. <laughs> Who names their child Tiny? Oh. I mean, I don't know if that was his God-given name, but everybody well, called I hope so. It's much worse if it's a nickname. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This week, we have been blessed with stories about first dates gone wrong. There was the woman who lit the guy on fire on their first date because he didn't give her enough money to fix her car. <laughs> 60 bucks, not enough. I'm going to light you on fire. She ends up uh, in jail for arson and attempted murder. So maybe not a great first date there, but there is a new article that is out uh, that is talking about, you know, going out on a first date. And, I mean, Mahoney, you and I have been out of the game long enough. Long where time. 
Uh, you know, going on a first date just seems like a lot of work. Yes, and, man. Like, even I, I get it. Like, I understand why people get dating fatigue because, I mean, Audrey, you know, it's, it's been a long time for you as well that you've been out on, say, a first date, right? right? But the idea of, like, having your hopes so high and thinking that things are going to go great and then it's just such an but, instantaneous letdown, maybe from the first moment that you meet them, it's a lot of stress. I mean, I know you say it's a lot of work, but I'll tell you, the thing I actually did like when I was dating, I did enjoy first dates because I like new people liking me. Because it's like, you got all the good stories? Yeah, I, dude, that's like, it's like it's like a comic getting ready to do his, his, uh, his Netflix special. He's doing the material for his Netflix special before it. It's all it's all vetted. You know that it's going to be. We know be it's going to work. It's be a great yeah, story. You're going, you're going through yeah. the motions. You're, you're yeah. hitting all the right notes. Yep. It's, it's a, it's it certainly is performative. Well, they're saying, according to this new article, that when it comes to going on a first date, and you guys tell me if you agree with this, Audrey will start with you. They're saying you should be talking about taboo topics on your first date. I agree. Um, I agree with that. And so when they, when they say taboo, it's like religion, money politics on first date i did pretty much all of that by date three okay so that's probably the way to go is what you're thinking i mean honestly the last thing you'd want is to get deep into a relationship with somebody and then something like religion money or politics one of those things well, i that think because those even are important are so even bigger right. than that you know especially like at our age it's kids you know yeah. i mean like you like when you were in your 30s you know you need to be asking that is that is like I know like people are like I can't believe they asked about kids or want, told me they wanted kids on the first date. Yeah, they're telling you what their values are. Oh, I yeah, appreciate man. that. And just because your values don't align, that, you know, doesn't yeah, mean they're mean crazy. I want I've seen somebody douchebag dudes well, be- complain about that because there are things that I mean, there was the the hot buzzword a couple years ago about non negotiables, right? Where there are things that whenever you lay them out on the table, like kids, that for sure. me would be a non negotiable. If you don't want kids. There's not going to be like a maybe change your mind about it. It's either you do or you don't. Politics and religion, those things I feel like can coexist unless you do not want to be able to coexist with someone. And we know people who are like that, right? Like there are people who are religious who only want to be with people who are religious. There are people who are, you know, uh, Democrats who only want to be with Democrats. So, I mean, like there are non-negotiables for certain individuals and putting those out on date one may be really important. And for us, uh, it just depends on how hot you are and how much uh, compromise we're willing to make. You bet. (laughs) Who do you want me to vote for? I'll do it right now. (laughs) I'm still not voting for them, but. <laughs> we can coexist. So would this make me a bad person if my wife ever decides to divorce me uh, and I have to go out on a first date again? I'm just not going to tell them about my litter of children for like months. Is that okay? No. No, it's not okay. Well, because actually funny enough, I know somebody who who got like catfished into going on a date with somebody who she had no idea had kids because oh. on his dating profile, what are you going to do? Put your face along with your children's face on your dating profile? Yeah, yeah I think so I'll leave you, that out. You're not going to do that, right? Yeah. I mean, and there's you don't immediately get their Instagram, you know? like So she just didn't even know until they went on a date and she's not wanting to be like a stepmommy. I mean, that's a lot, right? Especially like four kids. Oof, boy. But if what you're a surprise. Texting, but if you're texting, there's so much time. Yeah. You know, if, you, if you've got time to plan a date, you got time to tell people about your kids. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dave, Dave at Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Have any of you been tased? All I'm saying is having a stun gun at a party when we were young, drunk, drunk was a bad idea. Message deleted. I got tased in 2008. What? Intentionally? Yep. How'd it go? Not awesome. Did you uh, lose control of any I did of your not, bodily functions? You know, I still had pretty good control over my bowels at that time. I would never do that again, though, just because, uh, one... What does one, it feel like? Uh, like your body is just on fire. Does it, so it doesn't feel like you stuck your finger in like an electrical outlet. It's not that type I of mean, sensation. I mean, you have that too, yeah. you know, but the worst part is the stupid little prawns. Yeah. You know, they- It's called get, prawns? Yeah. Those are shrimp. No, no man. They prongs. Get, uh, that's what I said. You said prawns. It's nah. his accent. No, it's not. No, nah, man. They you shot said- two little shrimp right in my mouth. <laughs> Did that you is hibachi style. Is it a hibachi grill? <laughs> I was tasted in a hibachi. That's hilarious. I, I, I wouldn't leave. Yeah. Got a little too, had a little too much sake. Two prawns and then bzzz. Uh Yeah, no, the, I've never been tased, but I, I did have, I mean, we all had that friend, right? That back in the day when you're 19 years old and you're at some house party, the idiot who's walking around with like the Stun, stun gun, gun is not some, a taser. It's not though. a taser, though, yeah. right? But some somebody that had one of those things, and you're like, man, that you are an annoying person. And then you yeah. hit somebody with a who's got like a pacemaker, and then they're dead. Did you oh. ever used to touch electrical fences? From yes. it, it happened a couple of times. Yeah. And yes. boy, that first time, very surprising. Yeah. Like as a young man, you're like, whoa. Well, we were young. And what do you mean this fence is electrified? We How learned that you can transfer, elect, uh, you know, electricity. Yeah. So what we would do when we were detasseling is one person would grab the fence and we'd all hold on to each other and we'd grab somebody that walked by and held them and electrocute <laughs> them. Yeah. How do men survive? I don't well, know. That's a good question. Audrey, did you know that most electric fences, though, aren't continuously electrified, at least when it comes to, like, livestock and things like that? They send out. A pulse. It's pulse. It's a pulse. Yeah. Did so not know can, that. So you can grab it. If you time it right, yeah, mm-hmm. I've always heard that zzz, zzz. that if you if you urinate on one, that'll just blow your ween right off. I'm I, not gonna try that. Clean yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Like it was like the bottom. end of a d- uh, dynamite stick in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Overcooked hot dog in a microwave. And then you just got wattage. Yeah. Wong, wong, wong. Please leave a message after the tone. So this morning, my phone was going off with notifications because I have these Nest cameras. And whenever it detects a person, it sends me a notification. I get up, I take the dogs out, and my dog starts going crazy like she's excited to see somebody. Like she's wagging her tail and she's like trying to climb. And I'm like, what are you doing? There's nobody there. And so, you know, I get up the stairs, I go back in, I go check the camera. So she's like, maybe there was somebody there and I didn't notice it. And when I look at the camera, the footage, the, the clips say person seen, but when you click on the clip, there was nobody there. And it's around the area where my dog was staring and going crazy. Like, I found that extremely creepy. Message deleted. Man, what a lame ghost. Like, if your whole thing is you you are stuck in purgatory or whatever, you can't go either to heaven or to hell, you're stuck here on earth, and your whole thing is... I'm gonna mess with somebody's ring camera. I just wanted to pet yeah. the dog, man. Like the if the dog was smiling and wagging its tail, then that seems like it's a friendly ghost. Mm. I feel like dogs have good judgment when it comes to supernatural things. I do too. 
They know things. They Why see things. do we assume that all ghosts are mean? Like, I know that it freaks us out, but I mean, that dog, that go- that ghost is clearly pet friendly. Do you think that person? ghost is just walking around and he's like, huh, I don't got to pay taxes. I don't, <laughs> I don't even have to like, eat. This is great. I think <laughs> I would be upset if I was a ghost that was like only able to stay in that house because you're tied to that house. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? It's like, then you're only stuck. And but, then it's like forever you're just stuck in that house. It's like this lame ass family that lives here. They just keep watching reruns of Survivor. <laughs> like, come on, get a life, Carl. You're going you're gonna to die soon, like me. Let me ask you this, though. When it comes to ghosts, do you think ghosts get, like, all the problems that we have in the afterlife? So if you've got, like, ADD, anxiety, anxiety, (laughs) you know. And you can't take a pill for it. You're like, I can't sleep. I'm dead. I'm supposed to be in the eternal sleep, and I can't fall asleep. Just restless leg syndrome as a ghost. Well, no that wonder they haunt people. Worse. They're just bored. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nothing else. And can to you do. lose weight as a ghost? Like, I mean, if I die mm-hmm. and I'm, this is a fat year for me. You can't oh. get on a Zimpic. Only if he's like, oh, Zimpic. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. Ah, uh, you guys. I was on my way to get some breakfast and you're talking about the Pringles can and the attorney. Ah, I lost my appetite. I'll never buy Pringles again either. Oh, my. Message deleted. Look, we didn't want to report on it, but it, it is our duty to report the hard news. And when I say duty, I mean this dude took a <laughs> duty, duty in a Pringles can. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know, it always surprises me what people are willing to steal and what they are able to steal that actually they get a decent amount of money from. I mean, we had the story the other day about a guy going into homes and stealing dishwashers. You're like, what could the upside... To flip dishwashers? Uh, like, uh, how much are you really getting right. for a stolen dishwasher on the black market? I mean, maybe a couple hundred bucks? Seems like a lot of work for not a lot of return. It's a pretty big thing that you have to go in and steal. Right. Plus, you know, the felony charge you might get hit with if you get busted, which that guy did, by mm-hmm. the way. He was going around stealing dishwashers out of houses. But this is a different kind of heist. And again, one that I never, ever would have thought of. I mean, you see these stories about people that are accountants embezzling money. You're like, I get how that happens. Like, you're handling large amounts of cash. You understand how everything works. And you think that the company won't miss it because they're using start paying this account. Yeah. Well, so long story short, uh, three men are accused of orchestrating a scheme to steal Dr. Pepper's syrup from a Keurig Dr. Pepper's facility in Oklahoma City and then reselling it to a gas station. That is so comical to me. This feels like Plankton and SpongeBob core. Like, Plankton's always trying to find the formula for the Krabby Patty. Dr. Pepper! Yeah, Yeah, like, who just, like, what in the cartoon evil villain steals Dr. Pepper's syrup and then bootleg sells it to a gas station? What do they plan on doing with the syrup? The alleged theft resulted in more than $100,000 worth of stolen syrup. The equivalent to many thousands of Dr. Pepper drinks, as you would imagine. The incident was reported when a security guard noticed a man entering the warehouse by climbing the parking lot fence. Boy, that's not suspicious (laughs) at all. Okay, but I mean, he got away with it enough times to where he was skimming that much off of syrup. They found this guy whose name is Jimmy Lee Robinson III, which sounds exactly like... That's going to be my future child's name. I don't even have a second or a first, but it's going to be Jimmy Lee Robinson. Jimmy Lee Robinson III, and you know he goes by Trey. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Outside the warehouse doors, claiming he was exercising. That's why he said he was there. He was climbing the fence and and doing jumping jacks outside of the warehouse. That's That's why you're there. That's Uh Yeah, Uh man, I get it. You know, you got to get your calisthenics in. 
Turns out uh, he was lying, and he was part of this ring that had been stealing it, and then they started to piece it all together. They realized this guy admitted to stealing 10 pallets, which was valued at 39000 while he was employed there, and then he realized, oh, there's an there's a market for this. I'm going to keep stealing pallets of this syrup to the tune of $100,000. Wow. I mean, the fact that $100,000 worth of Dr. Pepper syrup could go missing. Yep. And that he found a buyer for it. Right. Like, who is this gas station and how are you possibly selling that much Dr. Pepper? What are they doing with the syrup? This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Jamie Foxx is now coming out and he is talking about his experience, you know, his very scary health experience where he is now saying, quote, I almost died. So he received the Vanguard Award at the Critics' Choice Association Awards and took the opportunity to open up about that mystery illness that, he re- you know, he revealed almost took his life. This marked the first time since he was rushed to the hospital in April that he's talked about it. So his 12-minute speech didn't disclose the specifics of the emergency, but described a harrowing experience where he couldn't walk. He expressed that he wouldn't wish wish the ordeal even on his worst enemy. Which is crazy considering, you know, Jamie Foxx, you know, just by, you'll look at him. And Looks he's, like he's in great shape. I mean, he's yeah. in, in amazing shape, you know. So this is, uh, you know, there were there were times, I, I remember when we were seeing, like, news of this story talking, like, they were like, this is it. Like, we thought that Jamie was going to be gone. Yeah. But now the vague booking, I know I have but no business medical, in knowing your medical, medical history. But yeah. I mean, like, then shut, like, I don't know, man. It's just so, it's just so funny because I guess I'm so tainted from people Going online and being like, I can't tell you what's going on, but please pray. Yeah. Like, it just feels very vague booky to me. It just feels like if he actually put out there what it was, like, that just opens the floodgates for so many people to always want to be commenting on whatever specific thing that he went through. I know. It's not whether or not Jamie Foxx says it or not. I mean, I think that that's kind of part of the allure of, uh, you know, his... his health journey. People are, are curious because we don't know. Yeah. It's kind of keeping it in the main fold. Listen to this, though. Uh, so Jamie Foxx, when he was doing his speech, said that he cherishes every single moment now. He said, I saw the tunnel. I didn't see the light. Ooh. Well, because That's he dark. wasn't on the way of death. Oh, maybe. Or maybe he's going to hell. Then that would make me be turning up. If, if I thought that way and I, th- I thought that I saw no light and I was just doomed to hell. You're just getting in the HOV lane? No, <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. So this sounds like a, a bootleg Yellowstone to me. I don't know if it'll be good or not, but uh, Josh Dumal and Mika Kelly are going to star in a new Netflix ranching drama called <laughs> Ransom Canyon. Okay. Uh, they announced that they are going to be starring in Ransom Canyon and the show described as a romance-fueled family drama in contemporary Western saga. This is not going to be good. No. I mean, again, I like Josh Dumal, but he is a Horrible actor. And Mika Kelly, again, very pretty, gorgeous, but again, not a great actress. So the, you're, you're, like, you're telling me this is a country like a, western romance. You can't tell me that, that he wouldn't be a decent at playing like a fairly quiet. He's a cowboy. bad actor. That's what I mean. But like you, is you that can be Bertie's a ba- ex? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you can He's be a, horrible. You could be a bad actor, but then just like be a cowboy, because all you have to kind of have to do is like grunt and be dirty. Yeah, do you know who uh, who the good-looking uh, Josh Dumel is? Who's a great, or, you know, the, the Josh Dumel who's good-looking and can act? That's Timothy Oliphant. And we've got mm-hmm. Westerns with him in Deadwood and Justified. Yeah, like, I was just saying the guy from Justified. We're good. And also, like, you know, Yellowstone has, ha- I feel like there was a moment, and now we're moving on. 
So speaking of uh, moving on, John Oliver is not, thankfully. He is staying with HBO and his uh, acclaimed show, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, is getting three more seasons Good. through 2026. You know, John Oliver's show on HBO, uh, there's there's episodes that like I just can't make it through sometimes because it's just... Uh, it's just too depressing. Uh, but I would say overall, I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. I feel it is the true successor to The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. You know, Jon Stewart's show on Apple just never cut it. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. And I don't I don't know if it's Jordan Klepter who's hosting it now. I don't know exactly who's hosting The Daily Show. It's, it's, just, it's like it's still a rotating cast, it, I think. Yeah. yeah, I was hoping it would be Roy Wood. He, I thought he could possibly pull it off, but he's uh, he's out of that running as well. So, you know, John Oliver's kind of like that last thing that's still from that daily show at its peak era. And I'll say that I like John Oliver's show every bit as much as I like the the Daily Show. I think that they do a really good job with consistently being funny. Obviously, they touch yeah. on serious stuff, but for the most part, they do a really good job of, of maintaining that levity, which I really like. Yeah. Um, and finally, uh, Disney is planning to re-release movies that came out during the pandemic in theaters. So some movies that have been out for years now, like Soul and Turning Red and Luca, are going to have theatrical releases, which just goes to show Disney really is out of ideas. See, I loved Soul. I haven't seen the other two. And, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing that in the you theater. You seen Luca? Uh, I haven't Luca's yet, no. Really or Turning Red. I've but seen Luca 1,000 times. I think you were right, though. You know, I mean, granted, these movies, huge. They're They're well done. Uh, they're Pixar movies, and so, of course, they're going to be done right, but it just feels to me like a cheap money grab yeah. in a way, yep. and I think with all the other things that we've seen Disney having issues with, it's like, guys, what are we doing here? It kind of makes me nervous, though, because Disney is supposed to be, like, they are the pillars of media well, and, and of content. movies and cinema sure. and content yeah. and all of that, and whenever you see the infrastructure seeming to crumble, it makes me nervous. But is this maybe something to do with the writers and uh, uh, writers sure and actors strike? Maybe in a way Probably. as well too. But they are the foundation. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, without them, you have nothing. We've never, in our generation, known a world without Disney, right? Where. Disney, I mean, it's 100 they, years, 100 they, years of Disney, yeah, literally this year. Everyone that is listening to this broadcast right now has never known a world without Disney. It's been well, 100 years you're of saying, content. Are you saying there's not somebody who's 102 listening to bet. this show right now? I bet you, I bet you everything I bet we got at least one. Are you 100 years old or older? Call us. 833-YO-DUMMY. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney, the things that you get excited about in life are so different than what they were, say, 15 years ago. Yeah, there are, uh, my, my priorities have changed. Yeah. I've gotten fatter. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, because I think about this a lot, you know, like if, if my younger self saw my current self, would they just be so disappointed? Oh, they would think we we, we were the biggest sellouts. Oh, in a I second. I mean, we're, I mean, we are adults now. We used to be so hard though, man. We used to be such badasses. Had yeah. died, died, thumb rings, tips. frosted tips. That's right. Wearing, wearing a corn t-shirt. I'll fight you. The affliction shirts. That's right. Nothing like, you know, I, I rented the faces of death VHS. Yeah. What were we doing back then? What were we doing? Uh, we were just, I don't know. We didn't what? have the internet. I mean, that's really all it was. Is too, that what right? it was? We just didn't have enough internet? Bored. I mean, do you remember angry. as a kid, you would just walk out the house in the summertime and just go find something to do? Just go wander around in the woods. <laughs> Ride your bike to a place and get spray from an old <laughs> Pepsi can. Yeah. <laughs> that was your summer. You kick well, the can it, down the railroad track. Uh. And you were mad constantly. That's one of the things where, like, when I talk about, like, being younger with my wife all the time, she has such a hard time 
understanding. Like, she was like, why were you so mad? Like, your mom's great. Your family's great. You have great friends. Like, there is no reason for it other than an overabundance of testosterone. Yeah. I'm like, I have no idea. We were just very mad. But fast forward uh, 20-some-odd years. Now I'm 42 years old. And all you seek out in this life is comfort. That is true, Dave. And so right now, you know, with my wife and I living in different cities and me traveling, you know, pretty much every single weekend. I've been on more planes this year than I've ever been in my entire life. I've taken, in six, seven months, I've taken 50 flights. And you actually deal with it pretty well. I mean, as somebody that doesn't like to do things that you don't want to do, right. uh, you've done a good job of balancing it where you don't dread the travel because you found ways to make it more comfortable. You made it easy and, you know, like having TSA pre-check, being, cl- you know, having clear, all of these things, yeah. you know, just n- making sure you don't have to check bags. When you're just traveling like that and if you're only going for a couple of days, sure. it becomes very easy. But one of the things I found myself doing is that I like to sleep on planes. Like, I like to fall asleep before the plane even takes off now at this point. Okay. You know, and it's just because it's one of those things. It's like, I, I'm just like, I'm here. It's going to be, you know, a set amount of time. I'm going to try to rest because... You know, why not? I envy you. I always tell myself if I'm exhausted or whatever it is that I'll just catch up on a little bit of sleep on the flight. I'm never comfortable enough to do never that. Never can I no. sleep on planes. Ever. 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 So, well, Which- let me introduce you <laughs> to something called the Pluto Pod. He you have it. Brought, you brought it. That's in. what I was giggling about because oh he went to God. go and get his show and tell prop. <laughs> so He's like David Letterman pulling something out from underneath the desk. Like, aha, here it is. <laughs> so, the Pluto prop. Which is funny because, Mahoney, as you're as you are pulling it out, to me, looking at whatever this thing is, it kind of looks like it's just a cocoon of sorts, like it's wrapped up, like almost pseudo pillowcase style. But it's or, about the size of a football. Yeah, yeah. It's about the size of football, and it weighs maybe one pound. It's soft, uh, so basically, it's Elmo. My, my wife was making fun of me. She's like, I can't believe. You bought this, and I bought one for her, too, so we could be crazy people oh, together. God. So I'm going to loop her in, even though she doesn't really sleep on planes. I'm like, nope, I'm buying now one, you will. too. <laughs> so basically what this thing is, Dave, I will, uh, I'm will. i going to take off my head to for us. Okay. All right, so let me let me do the play-by-play here. So You got to stand up, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I get a view of this. Ah! So it's got a large Velcro strap on the bottom, and it looks like, imagine the hood that you would have on a uh, like a skiing jacket if you're going skiing or, or exactly snowboarding exactly like that that's what it looks like but instead of it just being a normal oh, hood that goes over what your head, is the sheath mahoney is pulling down right now what is a total blackout mask it is and so to give you an idea of what he looks like right now it's a squid game it, he looks like game. a squid game employee is what exactly, exactly what he looks, what it like. looks like. So th- it has the neck pillow built in, is what I'm gathering. Oh yeah, the like neck pillow is built in. It's like if you <laughs> if, I, if, like if, I, like if I if I ever strain my neck, this is because my neck is not moving in this. It's got the uh, it's got a, a full hood and mask. Now can you see please anything at all? No, it's black. Nothing out. at all. Okay, it is it is completely blacked out. <laughs> Hang on, Mahoney. Please don't take it off. I did not even get a photo of you so that we could you know post it on our Instagram wherever we cho- choose to do this at David Mahoney. On social media, but um, you said that you have no ability to move your neck. You no. can't see it all. No, it, it completely, <laughs> completely blacks out. I just threw something yeah, at him, and he did not flinch. So. His head, you know, and it's a pretty thick material, so it's, it's going to block out sounds as well. And so I was wearing this around the house last night. Wearing it around the house, what are you doing? With some noise canceling headphones under it, just to make sure, just to see like Dude. how loud and how much like noise it actually cuts out. 
and I fell asleep on my couch. You are the world's most paranoid man about people breaking into your house and all kinds of stuff. You have made yourself the most vulnerable that you possibly could. You're blind, you're deaf, and you're sleeping. But nobody's going to, I mean, I'm sitting on, <laughs> I'm a window guy, so I always get the window seat. But I'm, I'm just saying, my wife, my wife was giving me grief about this, and she's like, you're going to look like a crazy person wearing this thing. You do. And, you know, granted, yes, I do kind of look like a crazy person, but, like, how is this almost any different than, like, wearing, like, if I was just wearing a hoodie? You know what? You uh, it's a lot different, I think. <laughs> Because I don't even know if you know what you look like in this moment. No. So I, yes, I took a video. I took a picture. We'll be able to post it up, like Dude, you said, at looks, uh, David Mahoney. It looks absolutely ridiculous, but I am envious yeah. that you would get on a plane and wear it. Do you know what it you looks, looks like? like? It'd be nice. What's that? You look crazy comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Yeah, um... Dave and Mahoney present. Uh, Would you like special curly fries? Fast, fast, fast food freakout. Shut up and listen to my order. Gino is joining us today for a round of fast food freakouts. Gino, let me ask you this. What is your favorite fast food restaurant in all of the land? I go with Popeye's, the spicy chicken sandwich. Ooh, my, my, ooh yeah. My yeah. go-to. Yeah. Over Chick-fil-A. I mean, I feel like the, uh, the the Popeye's over Chick-fil-A has been a debate that has raged on, but I mean, Gina's it's a, saying it's, it's number one. It's a texture one. thing. They're, complete, they're two completely different I, sandwiches. I, they are. I mean, the, the, the bun at Popeye's is completely different than the bun at Chick-fil-A. Listen to the passion uh, of this man's voice. That's Him what and Mahoney I was just going to say. Get yeah. so, well, so well. I don't want to say that yeah, that was I'm a test to see how passionate you are about fast food, but I can feel the love. Well, this might get, be his game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm feeling very froggy today. I think we're going to do well. <laughs> you and Gino seem like you're a great team. So here we go. You guys working on this together. An angry woman walks right. up to the drive through window in between a car that was already there and demands freebies because her food was not fresh. So things got off to, I'd say, a fairly rocky start. You can give me some, uh, you can give me some fries or something. I don't give a f- about you being a manager either. I make salary. What the f- do you make, homeboy? What you make? Ain't shit. Oh boy, so yeah, little aggressive there from the jump and uh, didn't end up going that smoothly. Was that A, a White Castle, B, a McDonald's, or C, a Burger King? This is not it's a White Castle. It's giving McDonald's energy to me. That is not. Yeah, no, no White Castle. That is definitely not White Castle. White Castle eliminated, by the way, is correct, guys. We So this gets real tough because we didn't hear anybody snap back at this lady <laughs> while she was yelling. So it gets real tough. I mean, my first initial gut instinct, McDonald's. Audrey, was McDonald's as well. Gino's saying the same thing. Do you guys want to go with McDonald's? Gino, it's your decision. Let's roll with McDonald's. That is Let's correct. Well done. On you the board. You just got to go with your gut. I feel Don't overthink like, it. Just, I, you know, just lean in. I feel like you're not... That well, may be a really well-run McDonald's. Fries. She threw fries out there. Just give me some fries. And, and Nobody's asking for the fries, fries from Burger King. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if King she would have said onion, ring or yeah. onion rings, yes. Okay. All right, here we go on to number two. This is uh, the, the, the casual dining one here that we have in the uh, in the fast food freakouts today. It is a woman approaching the register accusing the waitress of overcharging her on her bill, even though she says that she had already paid for it. I want to know what I'm paying for because they're overcharging me on this order. 
It's Miss Thang right here. We're going to make sure I call corporate on her. I am. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a nice day, my honey. Oh, I will. I don't have to leave, though. Yes, I'm waiting on my friend to come. No, you're not welcome here, baby. Oh, I'm still looking at the menu. Yeah, because they was making rude comments and talking about me while um, I was in here. Okay, so that was either A, a Buffalo Wild Wings, B, an Applebee's, or C, a Waffle House. I don't like this. Buffalo Wild Wings. You getting Buffalo Wild it's Wings? Not busy enough for a Buffalo Wild Wings, though. I don't think. But Buffalo Wild Wings have some lull. Yeah, there's that's true. And there's well, that whole section a- for takeout where you can be like away from the noise and away from all of the buildings. But that's just me. I'm not the one really playing the game. That's this is insight. not a Waffle House. I promise you, this is not a Waffle House. Promise you. Promise you, it's not okay. a Waffle House. Mm. So it leaves mm-hmm. Buffalo Wild Wings or an Applebee's. Uh huh. I don't that think I'm still looking at the menu. Which to me, I think you're you don't have a menu displayed inside of an Applebee's. Thus, I would if we're if we're going by places that have menus displayed on the outside, that's not Waffle House. It has to be Buffalo Wild Wings. All right, Gino. Let's go with the Wild Wings then. Yeah, Let's both of you wings. guys are wrong. It was a Waffle House. No, it, it was. was. Yes, it was Mahoney. It was not. And also that 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 cashier was for sure clapping back. That no. was that was Waffle House midday vibes, not the you know let's start chucking the salt and sugar. I don't, Mahoney, I think that they're 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 skewing the game here. This is not this is not that, that wasn't, wasn't a, a fast food freakout. That yep. was a casual. You guys are changing it up so conundrum. you can make the the uh, fast food king. The uh, fast food prince. Wrong about anything, and it's collusion. It's collusion. Yeah. Uh, the name of the sh- the name of the game is fast food freakouts. Not casual, whatever. Making the king fall well, off his crown. I've been, uh, I've been listening to this segment for a long time, and I've heard multiple Waffle Houses on yep. here before. Yeah, that's why we fired all those producers prior. <laughs> I guess I'm on the chopping block. <laughs> Final one here, Gino. You're uh, you're still able to get the win here if you get this. A customer was upset with his drink because he felt they skimped on a certain ingredient. Here we go. So I paid almost $6 for a large... That you ate majority of, so you paid $3 for it because it's more than Right, because me and my, my wife was eating on something, too. She said, well, this, this don't taste like the one yesterday. I mean, y'all ate it. I don't understand what you want us to do to give you your money back. You ate more than half of it. It's not like it's all the way up here to the top. I'm looking inside of the cup. But uh, you, all right, and I, so you, and I can't get. What's your phone up for? What is that? I'm recording you. Cause I'm I, recording? Because. I would like my money back. <laughs> so, but I mean, I, I get that because if, it costs like them like nothing to give back. them another sandwich. I mean, like, I get you wanting your money back if you're trying to, like, hustle them out. I would I would probably be like, all right, well, then throw it away and I'll give you your money back. Or we can make it right. I'll put more sauce on it. And then here's the new burger or whatever they were trying to eat. He just, I would like my money back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that A, a Dunkin' Donuts, B, a McDonald's, or C, a Star? Starbucks. Not a Starbucks. Uh, it's not a McDonald's. We've already we've... There's no sauce on Starbucks anything. Well, that's not true. You have you put sauce on like the like you, a drizzle. Caramel sauce. Yeah, caramel sauce. You can get a sriracha. No, but I thought it It was weird because he was talking about a drink, but it sounded like he had been eating something as well. Because yeah, she was talking yeah, about yeah, a cup. Yeah, I'm confused. So is yeah. it food or beverage? Because that know. changes my response completely. Could it, could it be a thick yeah. beverage? No. Which would be a shake. To Starbucks. No, I, I see. I would think Duncan. Duncan. Okay. I would think Duncan. On Duncan's got the one. attitude. Duncan's got attitude. the attitude. Dude, I and don't know. Well, we got we got we, we got to go with the pro here, you know, and, and, and go with the Duncan. You going with the Duncan? Final answer. You Duncan on Duncan? Yeah. 
I would like my money back. That is correct. That's right. Love the Woohoo's. I feel like Gino and Mahoney are going to go out to lunch today and just hold hands the whole time and just talk about their favorite fast food restaurants. It's going to be beautiful. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave. Kids come from their parents. Kids are like their parents. You're like your dad. You're uh, a thinking man. And uh, in tribute to Rodney Atkins' country song, He's Mine, which is a fantastic song. And considering Big flushed some stuff down the toilet. So, Dave, did you ever flush things down the toilet when you were younger? Message deleted. I don't really remember ever specifically flushing something down the toilet, but I will tell you this much. Like, me and all of my brothers shared a room for many years, and there's five boys. And, you know, we were all pretty young at the time, but still, you put five boys into any single room. Mm. It was pandemonium in that room. Holes in the walls. Oh, my God. We had wood paneling on the walls. <laughs> do you remember that old school wood paneling? I do. From, like, the, I mean, the house was probably built in the 70s, right? And the, the wood paneling, the shag carpeting, that was all part of what the house looked like. But I remember distinctly that the wood paneling was pretty thin. It's, like, thinner than sheetrock. Mm-hmm. And so, if you hit that wall, you were going through it. And regularly, there would be somebody inevitably bouncing on one of the beds. They would lose their footing, go into the wall. And then what we would do is we would, because we were afraid that we were going to get in trouble, because we just punched a huge hole in the wall, we would just strategically realign the posters that we had on the walls. Oh, okay. And then it got to the point where we had a huge map that was the entire world that we decided that we wanted to hang up in the room because there were so many holes. Uh-huh. Individual posters started to look suspicious. Right. And then somebody fell through the map. <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah, I don't, again, nothing specific down, down the toilet, but, yeah, we, that, that that room that we lived in was an animal house. You didn't get a lot of, un you know, unaccompanied toilet time either when you have that many people. Never. Like, whereas your son has his own toilet. Right. So for me, when, you know, I was growing up, I was always around people. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why I'm just fine with having four kids. Like, if I grew up in your world, Mahoney. Just. Yeah, only four kids. (laughs) But if I grew up in your world where, like, you spent a lot of time alone, you're Mm -hmm. an only child, all of that stuff, the influx of energy that you get from four young kids, I think, would probably drive you nuts. It'd probably probably kill me. It would drive. I'm like, (laughs) you're growing up without a father, kids. (laughs) I'm either going to die of a heart attack or I'm leaving. Mahoney, did you do anything as a kid? Like, I mean, flush or draw or holes in the wall? Wrote on the walls, but the worst thing that I ever did is that my parents got a brand new Dodge Caravan. Like, when they were, like, brand new in, like, 87. Mm -hmm. The wood paneling ones. Yeah. And so I carved my name into the side of the brand new car with a rock. I, I like- did that too, Mahoney. Uh, my dad's brand new truck, who had he had like one of those like the bed tops mm-hmm. um, that came down, so yeah. it like closed the truck bed. And I carved with a rock, um, hopscotch, so I could play hopscotch on the top of the truck. What's up with that? Why do kids do I things really like that? I really love that Mahoney carved Jason in the side of the minivan and then claimed that it was a different Jason that did it. But it would be a perfect <laughs> crime for one of my crackhead neighbors to, you know, come over try and try to frame me. <laughs> You're so funny. Please leave a message after the tone. 
Hey, what's up, Dave Mahoney and Audrey? How's it going? I was Hello. checking the podcast today. Huge fan, and I heard you guys talking about significant others who like pop the blackheads, pimples, zits, or whatever on your face, body, whatever. I actually had an ex before that was obsessed with popping blackheads. I don't know what it is, but I think for like most people, it's just like the satisfaction of popping something like bubble wrap. I don't know. It's a little weird, but. I think it's something like a lot of people have because even the person I'm with right now is like obsessed with popping blackheads. I don't get it. I mean, I appreciate it, but it's weird. Message deleted. First off, thank you for downloading the podcast, Dave Mahoney on all the platforms. You can find it there. Uh, but the the whole thing with popping blackheads, that doesn't bring me any sort of satisfaction. Like you talk about, Audrey, how it's almost like a religious experience. Because you're getting something out that does not belong there. It's like you're fixing a problem. It's the perfect thing. If you are a solutions person, if you are a solutions-based person, and if you can see that you can fix it and create a solution by removing and extracting whatever does not belong there, it's beautiful. It's euphoric. Aren't you not supposed to pop pimples, though? Like, I thought, like, dermatologists, like, frown on that. scarring. Yeah. Shut up, dermatologist. Okay. <laughs> Stay out of this. Well, I mean, no, because it's, it's like disgusting. people dig. It's so gross. Well, because people dig and dig and something, they're not all like, not all pimples are the same sort of pimples. Like you can have them where they're ready to be popped with a little whitehead on top, or you can have cystic there, acne that they will never pop. There and is. And you will scar. Nothing worse in this world than when you go to try to pop a pimple that you think is ready. Ouchie. And, and it's not. And you're just like, I've made this so much worse. It swells up eight oh, times yeah. the size. Just so much worse. I have dug one out of my skin because just oh, out of like God. absolute just, I was just stubborn. I was like, hey, you're going you're gonna to come out on my time. You sound Not like your time, of, my time. You sound like the type of people that would carve your name into a truck. <laughs> I do. I was carving my name into my own skin. Just like, get it out. Get uh, it out. Please leave what, a message after the tone. What do you think that pimple stuff is made out of, though? What pimple stuff? Like the stuff inside pimples. Like, what is that? Oh. It's uh, pus. Like, why does our body do that? Like, that's not cool. It's secretions. Yeah, like, what do you mean you're just going to fill up little pockets of pus underneath my skin and then make me ugly? (laughs) Well, it's because your body is producing too many oils and things. I mean, they're like, we can talk about this off air. It's not that complicated. (laughs) (laughs) David Mahoney, especially you guys, why are women so aggravating and give the attitude all the time? And they, they always say, well, it's not towards you. It's because of this or because of that or because of this. My ex-wife was like that. One I'm with right now is like that. I love her to death, but it, it's so freaking aggravating. Now I know why men turn gay. Thanks, bye. Message deleted. <laughs> That's what the solution. Call. You're like, yeah, she was nagging me about I, doing the laundry, so get over here, but Jim. You know, so, you know what is so funny about hearing this guy talk that way? The men who hate women so much online, specifically, is the, the first thing that I thought of when this guy was talking. I'm like, well, are you gay? Because you hate women to such a, like, you like you just hate women, all women. Like, it's just so funny to me because if you hate women so much, all, maybe you are gay. All, and there's nothing wrong with that. See, but, but why the hatred? All the gay men that I, I'm friends with and my wife's friends with all love women. Like, they don't want to date women, but they love being around women. Yeah. So here's the thing. So yeah, like, what is, what's I, up with I, that? I, but like, Good dude, point. Like, I think, the, I think the problem is you need to look inward, man. Like, I think the problem is It was really be, weird. My ex-wife was like this, and now my current wife is as well, and I just can't figure out what the problem could be. Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833-YO-DUMMY. Leave a message. 
Look, Mahoney, we've talked about how we are turning into grumpy old men, and, you know, we kind of embrace it. I mean, there was the, that incident where there was those kids walking across my lawn, and, mm-hmm. you know, look, I don't have a problem with kids. I've got a lot of kids. In fact, I love kids being around in general. If you're a teenager, don't walk across somebody else's lawn, right? Like, we can agree, like, that seems a little bit... Uh, go, it's going a little bit too far if you're just boldly walking across someone's lawn when you could, I don't know, walk in the street that's 10 feet away. Right. Uh, but are we turning into grumpy old men when we say that we think that this is a good idea? Because I feel like this is a little too far for me. There are noise cameras coming to New York City. And so, I mean, like, we've all been there, right? Where you're sitting outside at a restaurant on a patio or you're just walking down the street. And then there's some super douche that comes along with the loudest Subaru in the world, just revving it to no end. And it's annoying. But do we really need noise cameras to start fining these people? Well, it just depends on if you've got a loud loud neighbor or not. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I think if you live next to somebody who was always loud and obnoxious and creating a nuisance inside of your neighborhood. And again, New York is one of the loudest places on the planet. Right. There's it's really be just loud. not quiet. You don't yeah. get to... Ex- but there are levels to that. Like if they're blasting music all night long or whatever may be going on. I, uh, I, I, I'm I, here for it, you know, because there's nothing worse than having a noisy-ass neighbor, Dave. So the cameras would activate if a vehicle exceeds 85 decibels from a distance of 50 feet, capturing license plate photos to issue tickets... Which, again, I mean, I'm all about people that are noisy getting some sort of retribution for it, but finding them with cameras feels a little bit big brother to me. Uh, The fines range from $800 to $2,600 for violations. Yeah, you know, I feel like depending on the level of uh, a-hole you're being and how loud you are, yeah, man, the louder you are, the more the fines you cost. I feel like every part of me, the principle in me, wants to totally disagree with you, but now I think about if... Say the baby was sleeping mm-hmm. and somebody drove by because nobody thinks that that's cool, right? No. Like we can all agree. I know that you're rolling down the street and you're bumping or you've got your flow master on your car. Do they still make those? I don't know. Uh, and you think you look cool because you're being loud. It's not cool. Nobody ever thinks that that's that cool. That guy's so ever. cool. And believe me, I used to be that douche. I still have a subwoofer See, in my car. We we are those douches, but, but at least but it's we're, for the low end. I want the low. I want yeah, that yeah, low yeah. end bass. At in my least car. we're aware of uh-huh. what clowns that we were and maybe still are. Uh, but twenty six hundred dollars ah, feels hey, like a lot. Hey, if it doesn't hurt, people will continue to do it. That's going to hurt if you get popped with it. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. You know the songs, but can you name them when they sound this bad? Bad. bad. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Kevin is joining us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great. Thanks. we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. you got to get three out of the four. got a couple lifelines should you need it. If you get the artist in the song, you get a full point. 34,000 views on this first one. 30 seconds on the clock. Let the full thing play out before you make your guess. Here we go. goes 
<laughs> Dude, that is one of my favorite bands, and I had no idea what was going on for the Ooh. first 26 seconds of that. What a mess. Do you know it, Kevin? Did you pick it up there at the end? Oh, my gosh. Under pressure, Queen and David Bowie. There you go, brother. Well done. <laughs> was, oh, I was sweating oh. like, I hope he doesn't call on me. I have no idea what's oh, going man. on here. Didn't know uh, until the that, end. But that, like, all you just, that, that bass line, that's all yep. you need. Here we go on to the next one. 402,000 views on this one from one of our favorite cover artists, Mahoney, a man that dresses up like a giant clown. He is almost seven feet tall. Oh, Puddle's Pity Party. Puddle's Pity Party. Here we go. I don't know why Nobody told you How to unfold your And we'll stop it right there. Kevin, over to you. Do you know it? Is that my guitar while my guitar gently weeps? Is it Beatles or Lennon? Yeah. Well done. It's the Beatles. 402,000 views and a point for you on that one. Excellent. I need to go see. He's he's currently touring right now as well, Dave. Puddle's Pity Party is? Puddle's Pity Party. Is he coming to the Valley by chance? Uh, no. He will be in Fort Wayne, Indiana on oh, so January 21st. So, close. <laughs> so there's that. That tickets to Fort Wayne are very expensive because it's probably a small, would you think a small airport? I mean, uh, I would guess relatively small. Yeah, a lot of Florida dates, a lot of uh, a lot of Seattle dates. Mm. So nothing, a lot of Florida and a lot of Seattle. Seattle's pretty cheap. Nothing in between. Okay. Besides Fort Wayne, Indiana. Sorry if you want to go see a giant seven-foot clown. Uh, <laughs> Kevin, you can win it right here if you're able to get this. It's got a 1,000 views, and again, you just need the artist and the song for a win without using any lifelines. Can you do it? Stop it right there. Kevin, can you pitch a perfect game? If you get this one with no help, you win. How about Tom Petty and Breakdown? He did it. I like that cover. I did too. That was, I wanted more of that. Yeah. That was good. Paige Siegwork, if you want to look her up. That's Siegwork. got a thousand views. Siegwork. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the weirdest collection you have or would like to have? My mother had a pretty large collection of Betty Boop stuff, and she was always happy when she'd get to add new things to it. Message deleted. For me... My wife gives me grief about this all the time, but I tell her I don't wear these shoes because I'm collecting them. I have probably 30-plus pairs of Jordan, Michael Jordan, you know, Air Jordan 13s. And you never wear them. I never wear them. My wife gave me um, a new rule the other day that I did not expect that she was going to impose, so it hurts a little extra. Uh, she gave me the one-in, one-out rule when it comes to shoes. She said, you don't need any more shoes. 
you need to get rid of a pair every time that you buy a new pair. And I said, why don't you stay the hell out of my closet? That do you share get, a closet or that, do you have separate no, closets? No, separate closets, and that did not go over great. Um, so, does yeah. She, does she organize your closet? She does not. She just uh, has a new rule that she's decided to impose, which I was trying but, to explain to her. My closet is sovereign land. You do not have, have the right but to come have, in here and start making your own rules. Have your shoes Brittany spilled Putin. out onto her? Have, have your shoes invaded the Ukraine? Uh, they, they ha- sometimes they get left in international waters, but they have not invaded her okay. closet, if that's what you're asking. Gotcha. You know? They're not invading somebody else's that's sovereign right. land. That's right. They're just kind of float, gotcha. floating around. When does the collection become problematic? When you don't have enough space. Like, for me, like, I get it. Like, I'm kind of, like, stacking shoes on top of shoes, and it seems unnecessary, especially because there's, like, really, honestly, like, three pairs that I like to wear. Everything else is just kind of like, oh, I'm definitely, I wouldn't want to get rid of those. I haven't worn them enough. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never going to, if I've had these in my closet for six years now, I'm not going to start wearing them now. Okay, so, but what if you were to go to a chick's house? Because we've, we've had a conversation about, like, Squishmallows or, like, those, like, just, like, a collector thing for girls or, like, Barbies or, in this case, this woman's grandmother's Betty Boop collection. And for me, if I were to go over to a guy's house and they had action figures all over the house, like top to bottom, like it's the only thing that they spend their money on, I feel like I would find that to be odd. But what if they were in display cases, though? Like, and it's artfully artfully displayed. Like, because I know guys. That means that you have money and you're odd. Odd. But that's better than being Being broken weird. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) for sure. Please leave a message after the tone. Chris. Smoking weed, smoking weed, drinking beers, doing Message deleted. Was that was specifically for you? Dude, I don't know how I attract these people. I have no idea. Well, he was calling to curse me out to begin with, which, like, what did, what, what did I do? He called to curse you out, and then he launched into a song? Yeah, about smoking weed and drinking beers and doing other substances. I mean, look, if, if you're going to call to insult us and break us down a little bit, Wasn't that the at least include a song. Wasn't Silent Bob? Oh, yeah. it was. Oh, my gosh, you're right. It yeah. was. You're exactly yeah. right. Disney. Never mind. I thought it was an original song. Forget it. <laughs> That's not cool. Please leave a message after the tone. Let's go back to the laundry wallet. So my wife doesn't understand proper feminine hygiene, and I do all the laundry. Mm-hmm. She tries sorting certain panties, etc., etc., and they definitely need washed before they're washed, if you know what I mean. And she also doesn't understand what is and is not recyclable. How do I teach her how to be a decent human being without mansplaining? Little help, everybody. Little help. Message well, first deleted. of all, if your wife is needing to do it for her laundry for her underwear twice, then she has great filtration system. Yeah, and also, shout out <laughs> to your wife for being the alpha. She's just like, I'm just going to bleed here and I'll clean it, boy. Oh, so you thought bleed. Oh, I thought that, she was just bleaching. Oh, that, bleaching. That's exactly what I thought. I thought it was like, yeah, like that time, and she's just like, deal with no, it. No, I, I wasn't taking it that way. Bleaching? Mm. What's bleaching? Some women can bleach their underwear. Is that a problem? Well, if well you're, from the if things you, that your body is pushing out. But I don't, well, I mean, what's the big deal? If it's bleaching your underwear? Whatever. No, no, I'd no, no. That it. means that you have like really, you're clean, you're clean, like your body is oh, really that, doing good. its thing. Oh. That's not a bad thing to have any of that, but yeah. No. Okay. All right, no, none seems... of this happens in our underwear, trust me. No, no. <laughs> it's just so funny because it's it, like talking to guys about this, you don't care, but this guy has to experience it every day. Uh, <laughs> At the demise of his wife. Like, she is totally the alpha in that thing. And he's like, yes, ma'am, I will wash them twice. Yes, yeah, ma'am. But if I call the local radio show, they'll be able to help me. And she doesn't <laughs> recycle. <laughs> 
is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> so, Audrey, let me ask you a question. Would you say that between you and your fiancé, who is the better driver? I think... Mm. Boy, it would crush me if uh, my wife was asked this question and she had to think about it this much. Well, it's 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 hard because mm-hmm. I don't like certain things he does. Like what? Does he go too fast? Does he drive? No, recklessly? he's always checking emails, and because oh. I'm a Type A person. Yeah, no, no, it's okay for you to text and drive. Yeah, but when other people are texting, and driving. Oh no, yeah, you can't you can't be doing no, that. No, 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 no. Because I'm a Type A. Like yeah. I don't want I don't yeah. want my imminent demise to be at the hands of someone else. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Uh, Mahoney, who's a better driver, you or your wife? 100% me. Yeah, no, I mean, 1,000% me. No mm-hmm. question about it. 10 million yeah. percent me. Yeah, obviously. Uh, See, but, I'm sitting here, like, actually trying to rationalize and think who's the better driver, and you guys are just, like, well, lying just to yourselves. Yeah, it's just I fact. drive yeah. much more often than she does. Yeah. That doesn't mean you're a better driver it at all. It means I'm a better driver. Absolutely not. Yeah, 100% does. That. <laughs> who drives people? Who drives who whenever you're going somewhere in your relationship? I drive. Then you're the better driver. You're the better driver. Then you're the better driver. I don't know about all that. Uh, If if you're you're the one behind the wheel, that means you're the better driver. That is not true. He is your passenger princess. It's it's fine. It's because he works online, and I do not want him working online while we're driving. Well, okay, but, like, I work online, but I still drive where we go because, again, I'm the better driver. It's fine. Like, uh, you shouldn't be ashamed of the fact that you're the better driver. He's going to be so mad if he listens to this broadcast. No, he's not. No, he's not. (laughs) Uh, But so... Uh, the reason I bring it up, because there is actually, like, a conflict between some couples with, like, who's the better driver or, like, uh-huh. driving habits and stuff like that. That is a fairly normal thing, I feel like, when you're getting yelled at by your significant other for something that you're doing while you're driving. Uh-huh. It happens all the time. Well, uh, one woman decided that uh, she'd had enough. She's from Arkansas. Uh, she has uh, been identified because she got arrested after she stabbed her husband multiple times following an argument about her alleged reckless driving, according to the cops. That seems like something a uh, a good driver would do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're accused of being a reckless driver, your answer is to go uh, not to not to have a conversation and discuss the, uh, you know, your thoughts and feelings. It's no, go straight to the stabbing. So this, uh, this was pretty aggressive. She's only 18 years old, which, uh, by the way, uh, this is not uh, a great start if you're only 18 years old. She looks like she's 35. She does. Uh, her name is Adriana Nicole Campbell. You're uh, not that hot to be that crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Also, what are you doing married at 18? Whatever. That's a different story. It's Arkansas, Dave. <laughs> uh, officers found her husband bleeding from his left leg and sustaining a cut to the lower abdomen. I guess it all started with her being upset because he was scolding her for her poor driving. Mm-hmm. And then she thought, well, the appropriate response here is to, one, start keying his car, which she did. Smart. And then he goes over. He's like, hey, stop keying my car. And then she goes, now you're getting stabbed. That was the progression of events. Upset because of so, getting yelled at for reckless driving, keying the car, stabbing, jail. Are they going to remain married? It doesn't say, but I feel like this is a... You know, if you can survive this, you can survive anything. Well, I almost didn't survive this. I lost three pints of blood, Adriana. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 